Um, I think they all exposed themselves as somewhat of globalist shills on the uh, the last the last leadership debate on Friday. And to be fair, I think someone did report it as not exactly covering themselves in glory, which I would have to diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Well, 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 well. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? Tired, hot, sweaty. I've had a bath. That didn't help. The second I had the bath, <laughs> there's the sweat again. How are you? Hey, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> Good for you. Good I'm for you. Just as cool as a cucumber. You know how it is. I do and know I have how it is. Standards yeah. to maintain. Right, John. Yes, Ben. I I have just realised I've made a big, 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 big error. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need you to hold down the fort. I'm going to put you on big screen, and Thanks. tell these lovely people what we are doing. I will be back in two minutes. Good evening, lovely people. We are here early this time and to to again bring you the delights of our live commentary and analysis of the Conservative leadership debate. So we're looking forward to it to see exactly who wins this time. Um, as you can see from Ben's, well, I don't know if you can see his name. He's put himself out as Tommy the Tug Engine today. So. He's, um, he's obviously rooting for Tom. Um, I think they all exposed themselves as somewhat of globalist shills on the uh, the last the last leadership debate on Friday. And to be fair, I think someone did report it as not exactly covering themselves in glory, which I would have to agree with. I think uh, I think Sunak is still kind of running as a favourite, although someone told me that Kemi Badenoch was a favourite. And and that just beggars belief because, and I, it's just me perhaps, but she came across to me as incredibly, incredibly naive and stupid. Um, I I use that term decidedly. Yes, I she came across as stupid. So hello, Ben, are you back? Yeah, I forgot these. Oh right, okay. That's just a few pills. Just a few, yeah. Uh, we've got some tramadol here. We've got some muscle relaxants here. We've got some other painkillers. Basically, if I didn't take them within about an hour, I'd have been going for fuck's sake. I'm in absolute agony. Mm, so I okay. better take them. Uh, <clears throat> well, excellent. So, <sighs> um, so yeah, there we are. We're bringing you the leadership debate, which should start in probably five minutes, and hopefully. This one's supposed to be being broadcast on YouTube, so we should have easier access to it. Well, I've got the ITV YouTube page up and ready to go. We're, we're ready to go. Should it should it not occur, we'll um, we'll scramble about like demented chickens. No need to scramble like about the last time. No need to scramble <laughs> about because our wonderful dear dark spy has already given me an alternative link an alternative if we need one. Link. Because... And, and for your information, uh, I've got a branched out a tad today. So the drink of the evening is from the Badger Brewery, the Thirsty Ferret Amber Ale. Mine's, oh. a, mine's a one pound coffee in a can. Your dog's going nuts. Show them the drink again, John. Just just show them it one more time because I don't think you're on screen. The Thirsty Ferret. There we go. From the Badger Brewery. Yes, uh, Adam, if you are watching, or if you are watching I'm back sure at Adam's, any point. 
I'm sure Adam's had a few thirsty ferrets in his time. Well, I, I hope that Adam's had a few bevies this evening. He is on holiday with his family. They are. Oh uh, yes. I believe they're at a haven site somewhere. They they do like a haven, Adam and his family. Um, so I hope wherever you are, Adam, you're having a wonderful time. Uh, and yeah, so John, Ben, are you looking forward to it? Oh, fucking ecstatic! <laughs> and for after, do you have a list? Yes, yes, I do have a list actually. This is going to be one hell of a show. Or Alpha, I've got a list. Yeah, I think by it's the not end, a huge of, list, but it's a list. I think by the end of it, I am just going to be a dead, sweaty heap on the floor. Because I swear to God, I've got, oh. I've got two fans on me, and all they're doing is making it warmer. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hi, Jesse. Someone's picked up that we're in early, so hi, Jesse. Good to see you. Yeah. Well. You know, it's not every day that five idiots vie to become prime minister. Well, it was two, two days ago, wasn't it? But it's not every day you get to you get to criticise five idiots vying to become prime minister twice to critique them. But the thing is, how many more times are we going to see these debates if we're not finding out who the winner is until September? No. All right, but we'll be told the final two on Tuesday, apparently. Okay, so then we're going to see the final two go head to head to head to head to head to head to head. Every other day, it's going to be... To you, Tommy. To you, Tommy. Yeah. As you can see, tonight, my, uh, John is... Oh, you can't see it for some reason, but John is lovingly named Michael Gove for the occasion, and I am Tommy the Tug Engine. That's right, Tommy the Tug Engine. Jesse says, nice to see you two live, was bored, came on Twitch. There you two are, boredom cured. There we go. Yes. High on, praise. Um, on, on BNT, they're now calling us the Chuckle Brothers. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> to me, to you, to me. To you, to you. <laughs> I, think, I think we're better looking than the Chuckle Brothers, certainly. I, I, I mean, yes. That is, that, that goes without saying, John, that goes without saying. You know, just 15 minutes ago, these drinks were two degrees, right? Mm -hmm. Now they're lukewarm. Well, you see, this is this is the flaw in tonight's plan because I have, I have three beers. Yep. I have two bishops' fingers sitting in the fridge downstairs. Downstairs, yep. Downstairs, because if I brought them up now, they'd yep. be they'd be hot by the time I was ready to consume. So I am. Whilst you are discussing this, I am going to begin sharing some screenage with y'all. Yeah. Uh, can you see the screen, John? Uh, well, I can see your. Yes, yes, can, I can. Can you see the ITV News YouTube channel? Yes. Right. I will make sure that they can see us. We're little. We're over here. Yes. I will make sure you are getting my audio. There you go. And I shall refresh the YouTube channel to see if a stream hath yet appeared. Um, uh, it is one minute until the debate begins. Here we go. Oh my goodness, it is appearing. That's that, that I'm, I'm impressed. I am also impressed if we make it cinema mode. There it's we go, look at better. that. Are they, are they better than us? Into the future. <laughs> I'm Liz Truss. I want to unleash Britain's potential. I've shown I can deliver as Foreign Secretary. I'm now ready to lead as your Prime Minister. <laughs> Red. Red's about I'm Jimmy Baynock. I'm the candidate who will tell you the truth. 
Chat is disabled for this live stream, by the way. Need to change, Ew! And chat is disabled. I can't turn this up, by the way. This is as loud as it goes. I'm from Tugendhat. Tommy the Tug we Engine! We know things have been difficult and we need a clean start. We're facing problems abroad and at home. It's time for change. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to lead. Traditional blue tie. Who's mm -hmm. I'm Penny Moore. He was first. Rishi My was life first. has been about service. I'm here to make the case why I should be your next uh, prime minister. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm here because William told me to be. Well, good evening. It has been a dizzying 10 days in British has politics. Has it really, the Julie? Likes of which we have never seen, where Boris Johnson, elected with a thumping majority just over two years ago, was ousted... Looking at these five, right, John? His government mm -hmm. many I, I'd never thought I'd be pondering this, but could Boris unresign? Of living crisis, <laughs> war in Europe, and well, someone did say that they wanted him to run. Emergency. So, who are the five why, why, candidates why now he, vying to know? replace him? Has any got what it takes? Who can you trust to steer the country None through of these those. enormous challenges? And who has the character needed to put trust None back of those. into politics? <laughs> Over the next hour, we will try to find out and give you the chance to get to know them better before the party decides who should lead them. All of you, thank you very much indeed nice for being choice here. Of I'll be completely asking the questions tonight. Kind of you have seen them color. in mm. advance. You'll all get an opportunity to respond. Of course, please be as but precise Rish, he's, as possible. But Rishi, he's raring oh, for it. He's gagging for it. He's not wearing a tie, is he? I'm not sure. Is he, is he dressed down, kind of? Is he? the arguments against one another. Not to wear a tie. Not to wear a tie. At the end of the debate, each of you will get a chance to ask an opponent one question and again uh, of course this is about none of you oh, he's not going to say what that but, might be what's this in red? There, she's gagging for it yes what's this in red though take part in the debate she, is she trying to tell us something i've joined Kemi. labor so Kemi's in let's pink. get going That's a poor choice as our well. first question tonight is on the central issue of this campaign affecting everyone at home it won't surprise you to know it is about the cost of living if you Price, win, you will be Prime caps. Minister in seven weeks' time. Done. What is your big idea to immediately ease the unprecedented cost of living crisis John, what's the that answer? people are facing? That's Price the first caps. question. Price caps. Now, your short opening response Cut the duty on fuel. Trust yep. First. Well, I understand that families are struggling across the country with energy Has bills, she had a stroke? food bills... And higher taxes. Time. You can't, you what can't. I would do immediately but it, 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 but is it is, a, it is, it is a genuine question. I would make sure we're not raising corporation tax, and I would have a temporary I relief think... on the energy levy to cut people's fuel bills. And what I would do is unle unleash a bold plan to reform our economy, get growth That's growing, because we cannot get growth going. What is that bold plan? We're raising taxes. That's very important. Don't, don't say it's a bold plan Thanks unless you're going to tell us a plan. Well, exactly. Yeah, I will unleash a bold plan. To cut tax, which is why I didn't vote for the national insurance rise. And I've already set out plans to cut the fuel duty. The essential thing for all of us okay, now good, is good. to set out an agenda Saying the right things, that Tom. will see us able to deliver a growing economy into 2024. Because in 2024, we are going to be challenged by Labour, by Keir Starmer. We need to make sure that Keir our Starmer won't be the leader of Labour in 2024. Are reinforcing the conservative principles that we all believe in. That's what I'm going to be delivering. Tom Tukat, thank you. Penny Mordant. Well, this is the most worrying Who? issue for so many 
not just families, but businesses uh, across the country. Although I've not set out um, massive tax Bill told plans me to say case, whatever. That's the wrong thing to do. I have introduced some very targeted support to help struggling families. Uh, for example, halving VAT on fuel at the pump uh, and also looking to raise uh, personal taxation thresholds in line with inflation. It's incredibly important we do that. We've been taking Thank too you. much money into the exchequer off the back of inflation. Thank you. Bill told me to say these things to try and get elected. Like working on a low wage, flipping burgers and cleaning toilets. Oh, did you came out of that the last time? So I yep. get it. I worked at McDonald's. It'll affect many people and it will make an immediate difference. But we need to look at why the cost of living is rising. And inflation is the problem. So tackling inflation no. will be one of the first... Closing the economy the for two years much. is the problem, Kemi. My number one economic priority will be tackling inflation and not making it worse. Because inflation is the enemy you that makes it It erodes savings, reduces living standards and raises mortgage rates. And if we don't get a grip of inflation now, it will cost families more in the long run. So I will deliver tax cuts, but I'll do so responsibly. But I'll also get the economy growing, seizing the opportunities of Brexit to make sure that this is the best country in the world to invest and innovate. And if we can get that right, then we can all look forward to a budget. So apparently Thank the party don't I'll like him because he's seen as a tax raising you moderate. have raised taxes to the <sighs> highest level in 70 years. That is not going to drive economic growth. You raise national insurance, even though people like me... You close the economy! Because we but she also makes a good point. ...to fund the NHS yes. through general taxation. The fact is that raising taxes at this moment will choke off economic growth in order to prevent us getting the revenue Spencer we says in the chat, to pay off the debt. Trust looks like and a headmistress. You know, I, I mean, we have to also recognise that we just went through a once-in-a-century pandemic with all the damage that it did but to our economy. Be, it better be a once-in-a-century. We have to pay that back. But There's so much I want to say, but platforms... This tax, that tax, and another tax... And it will all be okay. You, but you know what? Rishi Sunak. There's a cost to these closed things. Closed the economy. Higher mortgage rates. And it you never presented and you know a single this shred of evidence that you should have closed the economy. Under your plans, we are predicted to have a recession because you have raised tax. Oh. It is cutting back on growth. It is preventing companies is, from investing. She's right. And it's taking plans. money out of people's pockets. Hmm? That is no way to get the economy going. During a recession, I, I find Let it. Bring in Penny here I, I'm feeling a little bit sick that I, I have to agree with Liz Truss. I think you can, the tax cuts I've outlined are, are not inflationary. But I think people listening at home will be looking at us de debating these issues, and, and it seems that we're removed from the real problems that they are facing. Well, they are. need some immediate action now. Does Bill um, know the, the real what, problems uh, we're facing, Penny? That. Do you want to uh, ask but him? I also think there's things we can do that don't cost any money. Making things work better for people. That's why I've introduced the childcare policy that I, I mean, have. Let's, Making just, just today. Simpler so just that today. It, it reduces An NHS the cost job listing for a diversity and inclusion manager. £108,000 a year. in the discussion that's taking place is that there are no easy options. There are no solutions, only trade-offs. When I was working in the Treasury, it was always a choice between difficult again? option A, terrible yeah, option B, 
Because most solutions only trade offs. Yeah, but let's look at the trade offs. Let's not hire the diversity and inclusion manager in our NHS. That's not the kind of trade offs. Yeah, but these are the kind of trade offs that will actually work. Let's not talk about things that will actually work, right, John? From the outside, I think Emmy was saying. That's point. They work together. She knows what those are like. But can I just respond to Penny's point? Because I absolutely do take this seriously and that's why one of the last things I did as Chancellor was announce some significant support specifically targeted on the most vulnerable in our society because they're the ones that need because our Because I could so be coming. Because I think I heard Penny you on the, the radio on the TV this morning saying that you were going to scrap one of my rules that the government shouldn't borrow for day-to-day -day spending. Now look it's one thing to borrow for long-term investment but it's a whole other thing to the day-to-day -day bills on the country's credit card and we know how that ends. It's not just wrong it's dangerous. And you know what? Even Jeremy Corbyn You've didn't already suggest that we spent should all the money rushing. <laughs> too many chances had too many. And then when there was no money to spend, you just you went on your little computer and just put some more zeros on. Unprecedented situation. We are going to have to do more for people to help with the cost of living. Where we really need to concentrate is on growth. And under your tax trajectory, that is going to be much well, harder. Well, uh, so as a small business owner who's lost it. two of his businesses, well, John, hold on, I can't hear a word. Putting those bills Anyone on the credit card, literally, Jeremy Corbyn didn't think that that was the right okay, approach. Okay, I'm just going to pause there, bring it back to the question, which was, what is your big idea to immediately ease the unprecedented cost of living crisis people are facing? Uh, Tom Tugendhat, where do you insert yourself in what you've heard here so Price far? Caps. It is the immediate help that people are looking for. People will be looking at their bills, rising, looking into the autumn, knowing what's coming down the track on their energy bills. Absolutely. Can't happen terrible. with a price well, cap, We're though. all looking at energy bills at the moment, and I can tell you what mine are, and I can certainly tell you that many people in the community I represent are feeling it. And they're feeling it because what are we seeing? We're seeing chaos abroad. We're seeing increasing trouble from Russia. We're seeing increasing trouble coming from overseas, driving up the cost of energy, driving up the no. cost of inflation. To be absolutely clear, this isn't you just about immediate fix. And I've set out a few areas where we should, like cutting fuel duty and making sure that welfare works better and smooths out that progress from welfare to work. But it's actually more than that. It's about defending the Conservative record and making sure that what we're trying to do is get ourselves into a position where we're helping families so that they can grow their economy and they can grow their own lives. Some of the comments that have come out True. of those that are supporting your camp, Liz Truss, are questioning the Bank of England's position in what uh, its impact on inflation. Can I just be clear on one thing? Are you suggesting you ought to think about changing the mandate for the Bank of England as independence? I completely support the Bank of England's independence. But I think we need to Why? look at the best practice around mm. the world, Why? the countries who've been most successful at controlling inflation. And we need Russia. to look at the mandates <laughs> they have, for example, the China. Bank of Japan. <laughs> the so gold the last standard. Time the mandate was set was in 1997 in completely different times. And we have to look at where we are now, Julie. We are in unprecedented economic times. And the business as usual economic strategy that we have implemented <sighs> like I said, John, isn't working for the people of Britain. As a small business owner to deal who with had the two more small businesses than you have now. We've seen slow growth for decades. We need to do different. Do you we think these people older, will help you grow your personal in my, economy? In my role as foreign secretary, only, only I'm by providing to drive more things through and I'm prepared to get things done. And that's why well, I'm yeah, perhaps they'll, do they'll give us. I just want to bring in Henry Badenoch very briefly there, quickly. Just on the point about the Bank of England, they are independent. 
they're supposed we set an inflation target even before this crisis and we didn't really do very much about that we haven't been this is 11 minutes in and the amount of lies that we've heard so far not perfect we need to be bolder at challenging is it time to re-look at the bank of england remember she was worried by some of the things i'm hearing from supporters of other candidates because the Bank of England's track record over 25 years of independence is that inflation has averaged 2%. So everybody watching should actually feel confident that the people in charge of this will have a grip of the situation and get inflation back down. But I just wanted to, really to go back on, on one thing that Liz was asking about really growth. And I do have a plan no. for growth and it involves three things. Investment, innovation and education. Investment, because if you want better jobs and higher paid jobs, you need to have business investment increase. Innovation, oh, because we have the always led the world investor in the world. The can we, the can we have like some of that investment? Education, if I could just Who's the education, biggest business investor in the world? Today, it's our economy tomorrow. And if we can get all of that right, that's how we drive it. If we can, uh, if we can adhere to BlackRock's ESG schools, then perhaps we can we can kill our economy even faster. Look, I'll leave Rishi to answer his his own record because there I find it very difficult to understand who's disowning and who's defending the record yep. trust, of the last few years. Trust and Sunak are not going to be on the same side. Anyway. <laughs> no matter what, what one of you know, no matter who wins. Though, not in the past. And at the moment, do you know what the funny thing about this is? These are all meant to be part of the same party. Then we're all meant to be on the same team. Well, all I'd say to this is all about promises. We've actually got to the point that we should just reflect on this as a conservative party. Even Keir is attacking. I want to be in the final two. Let's trust his mother on herself on Margaret. If, if we're not for she was literally money, what is in a Margaret Thatcher in uniform at the last debate. She's most conservative, yep. as conservative values, and that's what I stand for. Okay, it's, I'm just it's not a, it's not a, it's not a choice Sunak's between looking more sound more money like a and boy. Uh, it's dressing down. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's not working. Grow. It's not giving them, he gets no gravitas. No, he's got no charisma. Oh, must be very peculiar to people sat at I home. mean, I'll tell you who else has he no charisma, but I actually think it works to the advantage is Tom, support schemes, right? Yeah, well, which took you, Rishi, you did it brilliantly. It was, you know, two minutes to just run through the whole list. But he's doing the no-nonsense. It is incredibly difficult if you can't afford a bus fare, if you don't have a washing machine, if the services you're into I don't know what happens when it out and complicated. We have to simplify this for people and we have to be more responsive. It's not it's not your fault, Rishi. There's lots of things that need to be sorted at the Treasury. It's your fault, Rishi. It's your fault. Do not take into account people in HMOs as an example of that. Thank you very much indeed. And Penny, who even is she? I'm still a bit confused. Secondly, Penny doesn't know who she is. But secondly, how is Kemi Badenoch in the league? Prime Minister is reporting today of a 5% pay rise for public sector workers, for teachers, nurses, doctors, care workers. Inflation is running at around 10%. Uh, who thinks that 5% is fair? Who would like to come in on that? A 5% pay increase for public sector workers. I'm, I'm happy to kick off. Again, this is not, I think this is not the place to be making judgments. We have pay review bodies as a process, but there are some things we can do to help like our what? public sector workers. Let me just give you one example. If you're working in the NHS on band two, you get a new qualification, you want to move up to band three, but you're a woman that's on some of our legacy benefits, you're prevented from You know from what a woman that. is. There's lots of things that we can Thank do you. as well as uh, pay levels. Ask Brit Matt Walsh. What we need is the pay review bodies to be looking at this and giving their independent advice. That's exactly what they're there to See, do. But we no also nonsense. need to recognise that the government has a role.
The government has a role in easing on, the tax mate. burden and right. looking at the welfare Public system to support those who are in need. The and that's why the household support fund for those who are most in need is so important. In the last two years. It has been a really I, I mean, time you and I both know that, but we can't go into why. No, I'm just saying, but they are the last people. If you're in the middle of a deep recession, I doubled that, which we are. I did that double dip. You don't start giving people more money. Let's be clear about Especially people that are in we're hearing from the jobs unions, the for BMA, life. It's almost inevitable the path taken you try and You try and encourage the, the growth the, of the, the economy by the people who actually put money October, into the, the economy, staff, which is a private sector. Absolutely. No Tories should know. Are these people really Tories, though? No, no. So I was Chief Secretary to the Treasury negotiating these pay pay and terms with the unions. I think it is very No, Mr. Jungle Griffin, I can't afford to see a dentist, and that's why I have, have a vast supply of superglue. We know what happened in the 1970s when inflation got out of control. We can't go back to that, so we have to be, we have to be firm. We have to get the best possible deal we can uh, in all aspects of helping our hard-working workers. I'm sorry, any time Liz Truss comes on screen, I'm just thinking, prices, that woman is going to start World War Three. I dare say there's probably a degree of uh, unity from all of us on this point. As Tom pointed oh, really? out, we have a process where we have independent pay sector public review bodies and they balance the needs for recruitment retention what's fair and also what's affordable for the taxpayer they Tom's make a like, recommendation to the government i think broadly i would imagine all of us would would assume that that is people will be watching this though, though and looking at the summer ahead of them and knowing I'm that there are looming strikes at almost every corner thinking. at which you turn how are you going to deal I'm with that i'm still thinking so can alexander just unresign is to do with trust <laughs> If people trust the government and know that the government is on their if side, then people are more willing to make, go that extra mile and have that negotiation in good faith. And the why absolute key we, why to we go whoever we choose as prime minister is yeah, got to be somebody who people trust. That's why I'm arguing we're we not achieving anything. anything. Because we need and somebody who the pay negotiators actually on their side throughout I would not personally vote for a party led by any of those people. Unless you get commanders you trust, you never get the answer you need. Very briefly. Very simple. No, me either. COVID. It is tricky, but if they know that you're on their side and you are trying to get to a good resolution, they will have faith and trust. Right. The idea of getting on side Thank you very much, Governor Ron. just wanted to touch on that because a press. You can come and become a British citizen. A huge amount. If you'd like. Still to be done to help. Governor Ron can rescue us, John. Let's just draw a small line under that section on the economy and we're going to move on oh, we're moving on uh, to talking about why you think you're the right person to plan the country and we'll be debating that oh, later oh, in the oh, oh, first, oh, a little something about your predecessor if he wished to serve who here would be happy to have boris johnson this is a good in question their cabinet please raise your hands if he wished to serve, <laughs> would you have Boris Johnson in your cabinet if you were PM? Tremendous. Not a single person <laughs> would have Even Boris Johnson realized in like Boris's cabinet. Well, we are going to go back to that after the break, so <laughs> hold right. that thought. Oh, any we've more got a break. All of your thoughts on that issue, but very notable that not a single uh, person uh, raised their hands. And we'll continue to talk about trust and what makes a good prime minister 
after the break. Right, John. Excellent. Yes, but I'm going to take this opportunity to refresh my bottle. He is but... still the prime minister. Yeah. And he is still their party leader. Yeah, can't we just cancel this and bring him back? I mean, I, I, I don't like him. I don't like him, but this, <laughs> this, is, this is embarrassing. Yes, embarrassing is a word. Go get your drink. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll Who try. Drinks? I Sore Arm says in the chat over on Twitch, what is the point of this? And you know what? I asked that very same question repeatedly during Friday's one as well. Um, these people, like I said, these people are meant to be the same party, right? They're meant to be the same team. They're meant to be organized, meant to all be on the same page. And they're essentially tearing each other a new one. You know, well, they're all tearing Rishi Sunak a new one. And rightfully so, as far as I'm concerned, because Mr. Sunak was Chancellor, did preside over the closure of the economy effectively for two years. And... Um, oh, I made an error. What was that? He's made an error. John's made an error. What's your error? Oh, no adverts. That's good. No, no adverts. Uh, yeah, so um, this is it's quite embarrassing, isn't it? I I mean, it's utterly pointless, says Sauron. What the, what the chat over on Brand YouTube saying for us, John? Uh, is there a no. chat over on Brand YouTube? Nobody's, nobody's on it. Nobody's, nobody's in the chat over on Brand YouTube. I am feeling slightly upset and offended. Um... But, you know, is anybody watching on Facebook? I don't know. Are we even live on Facebook? I don't know. We're supposed to have gone live. Yeah, we are. My, my software says we're broadcasting on Facebook, but I can't look. So, um, we'll just guess. But I'll take this opportunity to tell you all, if you do have Faceache and you do want to follow us... Oh, it's Old Speckled Hen he has. Yes, I thought I had two Bishop's Fingers, but apparently I've only got one. Okay. Sauron so, says, I'll watch you on Facebook, lad. Well, go and find... It's facebook.com forward slash Chasing Descent. No, what? What? just on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Watch us... Owls on YouTube are worth more than facebook that's true but um I, I was i was just i was just curious as to if anybody was watching on facebook that's all and i will take this opportunity to say if you are enjoying this part of the show and there is another part of the show coming afterwards where we will dive into the news uh, but if you are enjoying it to this point then feel free to head over to patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed subscribestar.com forward slash chasing descent if you feel we are worth a slight little recurring monthly donation from as little as one pound a month we obviously don't just do this we do a lot and uh, we are on pretty much every social media platform going except for Twitter. Uh, but our press team is on Twitter, to be honest. And uh, that is not us. So um, we still don't really know what grounds they ever had to ban us from Twitter. Ever. Oh, well, apparently I, apparently I was having a ban evasion. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm talking about to begin with, John. Oh, to begin with. Well, yeah, to begin with. It was just you, like... You know, my account with nearly 15,000 followers just banned and no reason stated yeah. no no evidence stated no no but you know uh Sauron says all free what are you watching us on twitter or sorry youtube twitch and on facebook all three have you got us up on all three on different screens are we 
Maybe he should be our producer. It's like an immersive VR experience. <laughs> oh, oh it's counting down. It's counting down. God, imagine seeing us in mul multiple ways. Dramatic music. Welcome back. Welcome back. Prime Minister, the ITV debate. We have the five candidates backing against each other to become the Conservative Party leader and run the country. Before the break, we asked the candidates if they'd be happy for Boris Johnson to serve in their cabinet if they became PM. Nadim Zahar, we said he would. Their hands. I wonder if he's watching tonight. So let's don't mention him. He's on the last issue of character, Ooh. honesty, trust, and ask what qualities makes a good prime minister. So the next question that I'd like to put to you What's all. What's a good prime season, minister? Many would say that Boris Johnson was ultimately brought down by lies and dishonesty. What about no, you? No, no, they would say he was brought down by Rishi Sunak. Yep. Prime minister. That's our question that we're going to debate. First Making of all, lies and dishonesty. Short opening response to Tom Tugendhat. Oh, Thanks, Tom Tugendhat. It's quite clear that what we've been through in the last few years is a crisis of confidence in our government. Our government has been collapsing trust as though it was a concertina and what we need now is a clean start now i've demonstrated um, our operations there the are very good reasons for that and in whitehall that i'm willing to stand up not just to our enemies but to our friends and to call out where we need to make changes once again i'm willing to do the same now tommy the tug to engine was indeed the only one who voted against restrictions I'm so we do have to give him that says what i think I'm honest. I was uh, brought up in Yorkshire. I say, <laughs> and I'm going what I to mean, start World I mean War Three. Hold on. I'm somebody that when I promise to deliver something, I do deliver it. It's one of the reasons okay. I was so concerned about us breaking our manifesto on national insurance. Is we committed to the British public that we would do it. I might not be the <clears throat> slickest presenter on this stage, but I think my colleagues understand truth. in Parliament when I work with them that when I say I'll do something, I do it. I've shown I can deliver Thank you. as Foreign Secretary. She Thank reminds you. me a lot of well, Theresa May. A question about whether we would have... Strong and stable, baby. Our cabinet. And the reason why I said no is because it's time for change. It was very difficult for me to resign my job last week. It took a lot of courage because I knew what would happen afterwards. And that's one of the things well, I show in every aspect of my work. Brave, yep. And more importantly, using that bravery to protect other people. Whenever what other a hardship, people John. have had difficulty, such as people who I hired who got um, attacked in the press and in the media, I've always <clears> many other people them. got a three-month stipend and they quit. Everyone except Michael Gove. No, how many other people, how many other jobs get a three-month stipend when you quit? Well, exactly. You know, I think yeah. it starts with being honest. And as people have seen in the debate we had earlier, I want to be honest with the country about the economic challenge that we face and what's going to be required to deal with that. And that's not politically convenient for me to not just say the easy things, but I think it demonstrates to people that I will be honest with them about what lies ahead and I'll be responsible in dealing with it. Say that with a straight face! From their leaders, and that's what I will do. <laughs> Well, you asked what would make you a better Prime Minister, and it would be a really good team. My whole campaign has been built around building a team. My now legendary campaign video did not feature me at all. It was all about my colleagues, and it was all about the country. And I think our leadership model that we've had in politics is completely broken. It doesn't deliver for people, and we need a new approach. I recognise that. Oh, that's what you right. a team of all the talents in the party. Thank you very much indeed for that question. Many would say Boris Johnson 
ultimately brought down by lies and dishonesty. What about you as a person will make you a better Prime Minister? Tom Tugendhat, you made a very clear point there. You believe that only a clean start makes sense. Can any of those who serve in Boris Johnson's government, those around here, tell them why they shouldn't be doing it and you should? Well, it's very difficult because, of course, whatever your responsibility was in that government, whatever your place in that government was, Keir Starmer in two years' time is I'm, going to I'm hold that record against us. And we need no to make sure we're winning Conservative seats Keir Starmer is not going really to be the Labour leader in two years' time. Can, can uh, I'm not uh, ashamed of anything we did uh, in government. We have a lot to be proud of. We got Brexit done, and what the Prime Minister did <clears> on Ukraine and on vaccines was fantastic. Serving in government is not easy. It requires taking difficult decisions. Tom has never done that. It's very easy for him to criticise what we've been doing. But we have been out there on the front line, making the, the case... Front the front line! Line. line! I've been on the front line not, in not Somewhere? Iraq, not in government. And I've been on the front line of the argument against Putin and against China. I've changed yeah. government. But you haven't taken any decisions. It's, it's not easy to talk. Talking is easy. Talking Julie, is easy. I, I have served as Foreign Secretary during the worst war perpetrated in Europe for decades. Oh, my God. It was right for me to stay doing my job so we could continue to stand up to Vladimir Putin. We could continue to support Ukraine and we could work with our international <laughs> allies. We have led the and free Noni world. And Mouse says Liz Truss I thinks she's playing paper, scissors, stone the way she's flinging that arm to leave about. leave my post <laughs> yeah, at this vital time, not just for our country, but also for global security. Was it responsible for Rishi Sunak to his post? Tell him what you think about that position. Well, I felt that I owed a duty to our country to continue while we were facing this very serious economic and security crisis. Respond yeah. to that, Rishi Res This is our war. A, a really serious thing, and it's a very personal thing. And everyone makes those decisions themselves. For me, you know, I tried to make it work for as long as possible, but it got to the point where, for me, enough was enough. We all but saw I saw an opportunity. Situation, and it was clear that I had to resign. With the Prime Minister in and terms bring of down the Prime the Minister of our bring... economy. But I would just say, you know, what that experience in government has given me means that I'm the only person who has the experience to lead our country okay. through Mordi, a very significant economic Mordi, challenge. Because that's what I've done for the last okay. two years, I'm and that's what we're going to need now. No, no, what you did ruined the economy. done what they felt was right over in difficult circumstances. But what we have to learn from this is that what we have been doing previously has not been good enough. We have to all You can say that again, on, Penny. Uh, the failings, I mean, not just recent events with the uh, Prime Minister, but why we haven't still, been able to move the pace of business and science demands, why we haven't been able to give uh, businesses and our communities the opportunities they need. <laughs> it is not sure about individual people, it's about the model of politics and okay, government. Okay, but the question was very specifically about character and your personal qualities. And one of the things that I just want to pivot slightly here on and is the nature of the debate and the nature of the campaign that we've witnessed since that extraordinary event. Uh, 10 days ago. A lot of people are sitting at home looking at toxic campaign being waged against one another and wondering where says that that's just a bit too much of, of a uh, sexual fantasy Penny, there, John. Come to you. You, uh, we're going to touch on the issue uh, that Penny Morden has <laughs> yeah. been questioned about and the self-identity. He loves uh, himself some horse and First of all, you questioned Penny Morden's honesty on that, her recollection, and then you questioned whether she'd understood the issue correctly uh, just set the record straight. What exactly are you saying then? Was it helpful to the nature of this I'm uh, debate? I'm saying that when I took on the role of a qualities minister, 
we had no, to change the what existing she did. Scotland policy. She was a what? Equalities minister. And oh. what uh, I am challenging, or what I challenged, one of those jobs that, that doesn't really. She is saying she did mean not agree anything. with it, but I don't understand how that would be the case. If she had been the previous minister, if she didn't agree with it, why was it? Why was the policy as it was? Talk to Kemi Bay. Well, look, I, I wasn't on. the previous minister. Um, the <laughs> stuff in the papers today uh, demonstrates what my policy was uh, and refutes this. But I, I think this whole thing is unedifying. And I would just say to all four of my other colleagues and candidates here, I, I know why this is being done. But what I would say to you is that all attempts to paint me as an out-of-touch individual will fail. I'm the only person... Well, maybe you shouldn't be Billy Boy's friend. And I'm just telling a Labour seat. I'm telling My finish, constituents please. do not elect people who are out-of-touch. Liz Truss, you wanted to come in. I did want to come in. My constituents I, do not elect I people who are out of touch. They are all out of touch. ...of a fellow Conservative. And this campaign has to be about the future. We are in a serious situation as a country. <laughs> Some of your a war in Europe, have, Liz Truss. A war in Europe and a deep economic crisis. What we can't have now is more business as usual than government. And we need somebody who can go into number 10 is on day one and get things done. And that's what I've done throughout my career, whether it's the trade deals, whether it's the response to Ukraine, okay. I've actually got things done people and delivered. Been, people who've been following this uh, campaign from all quarters and all of the different campaigns say, well, Hi no, there, Shalini. I see you in the chat. have been calling people out. The language that has been used, the insinuations that have been used, have been accused of Rish, Rishi Sunak of disloyalty and worse. Well, I certainly Rightfully don't so. believe in that kind <laughs> of campaign. It's not the campaign I'm fighting. I'm fighting a positive campaign about the future because I want to unleash the potential of British people. Are you leading your campaign, people. Liz? Are you I, leading I'm your very campaign. clear with people in my campaign that we should be focusing on the core Hasn't issue. Rishi Sunak got like which is how private limos and 20 staff. Which is not just a number in a spreadsheet. This is about people's futures, people's jobs, people's opportunities. Half, that is what I'm 100% focused The first campaign meeting I had in this contest, I said to my team... I'd like a one and a half million pound pool in my house. And people want a brick with the toxic politics of the past. They want us to be putting forward Don't worry, there's ideas. only 25 minutes left of this. Colleagues. And then we can and move really into the proper the poor, show. The poor <laughs> viewers have a month a of this to come. I mean, they, 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 I it's just a slanging match. A better contest okay. in the Thank you very much indeed, that exchange. I want to Rishi Sunak here because within this question, embedded within this... Yes, this is on ITV right now. This is live, Shalini. There has been big questions. There have been big questions about your judgment when it came to your green card status and your wife's non-dom status. Oh... So, I've always been a completely normal UK taxpayer. My wife is from another country, so she's treated differently. But she explained that in the spring, and she resolved that issue. But Did she? Th th there is Did commentary she? about my wife's family's wealth. And so let me just address that head on. Oh, let's hear it. It's worth doing, because I'm actually incredibly proud of what my oh, parents-in-law built. My father-in-law oh. came oh, from absolutely nothing. And he came from nothing. Just had a dream yeah, and a couple yeah. of hundred pounds. I had a dream. I don't believe that. I just that, don't believe it. And he went it. on to build one of the world's largest, most respected, most successful companies that, by the way, employs thousands of people here in the United Kingdom. Don't it's believe it. An incredibly conservative story. Actually, it's a story that I'm really proud of. Okay. And as Prime Minister, 
I want to ensure that we can create more stories okay. like theirs here at home. All right. That is just much. completely so that deflected from the issues, but well done, Richie. Uh, let's move Wait, on to the issue which is still very exactly. part of this campaign. Oh, you saw what I just said in the chat in big uh, capital letters, answer the effing question. Uh, yesterday, yeah, exactly. um, however you feel about the Prime Minister, he had a message for all of you on the front page of one of the newspapers yesterday. Whoever succeeds him still has to finish the job on Brexit. So as a reminder for everybody at home, could you raise your hand if you voted to leave in 2016? Three voted to leave, the remainers, the remainer voters, Liz Truss and uh, Tom Tugendhat. Um, Penny, if I can just come to you first, if I you're a true Brexit believer, something actually to Rishi Sunak too, why are so many key Brexit voices falling in behind Liz Truss? Well, I think that people had uh, a vision uh, for when they voted back in 2016, but also in 2019. And that was a sense of the country that they felt we could be about creating more opportunities at home but also about being a force uh, for good around the world. And um, I would just point to uh, the fact that I have managed to attract people from across the party, Remainers Brexiteers, behind my campaign. I've not had the platform... You mean Bill has managed to court them on your contest, behalf while he's in the country? <laughs> because actually, unless we can unite and win the next general election, all that we have been through over the last okay. few years will be for yeah, nothing. I think Can she's a WEF plan. Uh, it's time to move on from Brexit. I think we, they we all are. Unfinished we business, got, though, it is it? not unfinished business. We got Brexit done. Now it's, now, it's time, now it's time to take advantage of the opportunities. We have left the EU. The public are sick and tired of us banging on about Brexit. We need to start talking Ain't about that the, the truth. of our country. And I am the wild card candidate here. I think a lot of people cannot move on from it. It's time for us to do that. The big headlines on you're clearly not moving on from Brexit with the stuff that you're putting in the page this morning, Rishi Sunak. No, so I, I was really proud to support Brexit. And at the time, there was a lot of pressure put on me and others to not do so. And I said our career would be in peril. But I did the thing that I thought was right for our country. It, you asked about support. I'm actually really delighted to have the support of very senior Brexiters like Liam Fox or Dominic Raab or Theresa Villiers, as well as support from across the party. But what's important now... How can they support the someone who, who bought down the government on purpose? Actually, we're creating new free ports in places like Teesside that are bringing jobs and investment there. We're reforming the okay, system he, of taxation for alcohol industries, and you, we're reforming we're reforming all the regulations maybe, in financial maybe, services maybe to unlock billions for our companies. Okay. So, actually, what I want is to see that same energy. I'm with you, Shalini. I'm with you. Shut the fuck up, and that's what I'll deliver as prime minister. The reason I am trusted on Brexit is since 2016. I put my shoulders to the wheel. I've tried my best to delivered. reverse it. I delivered more than dozens of <laughs> oh, trade no, deals. Oh, no, I don't the think Department she has, trade, actually. Including ones people said wouldn't be possible. Well, she didn't and vote Japan. for it. She hasn't I've delivered an entirely new sanctions regime to target you, Russia, you know? and we've led the free world leading the G7 on targeting Russia. I've also put forward a bill and put it through the first stages in Parliament to resolve the issue of the Northern Ireland Protocol, which was a naughty bill. Okay. It's because I'm somebody who gets things right. done in government, and that's what my colleagues see. Just How many times has she said that throughout both the debates? I'm someone who gets things done. The they all say the same thing. There, but I agree yep. with Kemi. It's time to move on, because the opportunities before us are all there. What we need to do is to release the money in our savings and make sure we're investing, turning okay. dead money into live communities. 
and that's how we're going to grow the economy. Can I give you line there because I want to fit in as much as possible into this hour, and I appreciate we're putting a lot in there. We're going to have something now a little bit different. We're going to give each candidate an opportunity to ask a question of one of their rivals, Ooh. a short question and response. And we will start this section with Kemi Badenov. Oh, here we go. Uh, so, thank you. Uh, my question is for Rishi. Uh, Rishi, uh, I believe we need to support people who do the right thing and not let those who don't off the hook. And when we both That's worked in the Treasury, myself and other ministers raised the issue of COVID loan fraud and you dismissed us and it has cost taxpayers £17 billion. Why what? didn't you take us seriously? Well, that's absolutely not right. We've taken tackling oh, fraud incredibly right. seriously and Deflection. set up all the systems in place to recover money from fraudsters, including new units, HMRC, giving Why new powers. And actually, million? at this point, dozens of arrests have already happened and billions have been recovered. But, Rishi, but it's important. Um, it's important. One of, one of uh, your former ministers resigned on this issue. He is supporting my campaign, not yours. Why is that? Oh, well, oh, oh, oh low blow. View, but actually, I'm, I'm proud of my record. And to take us back to that moment... Are you? We I wouldn't be proud of his record. Million businesses going to the wall, millions of people losing their jobs. And this was not a question of weeks to get money out to them. It was a question of not even days, it was hours. And actually, we tried Still system, waiting. Which went Still waiting, Rishi. Still waiting for your businesses back, aren't you, John? Still waiting for money. Yeah. Decision to design something okay. my, one of my friends, self-employed tour guide, and lost you know everything, was never given a penny. Never given a penny. Just left. She was just left to die. Essentially, not entitled to benefits. No, she wasn't entitled to anything. She was essentially left to die. All right. And the payment performance on that loan portfolio is actually far surpassed anyone's expectation. I'd really like to give you the opportunity to just draw breath there because you are the person to pose the next question far away. Oh, come on, Rishi. My question is for Liz, actually. And Liz, in your your past, you've been both a Liberal Democrat and a Liz. Why do you want to start World War Three? Which one you regretted most? I am somebody who was not born into the Conservative Party. I went to school in Paisley and Leeds. I went to a comprehensive school. My parents were left-wing activists, and I've been on a political journey ever since. But my fundamental belief, and the reason I am a Conservative, is I saw kids at my school being let down in Leeds. I saw them not get the opportunities, not get the proper educational standards that you might have got at your school, Rishi. I saw them wasted, having wasted potential, and I thought that waste was wrong. That's why I'm conservative, because I believe that everybody needs to have that opportunity. I believe in high education standards. That's why I'm proud I introduced the new maths GCSE, which my daughter is now sitting, that gives people a better grounding. That's why I'm proud of signing all those trade deals, so we can give opportunities to companies right around this country. That's why I became a Conservative. OK, thank oh. you very much. I'll let you draw breath and ask the next question, Liz Truss. My question's for Rishi. I've oh, given it. Everyone, <laughs> they're all going to ask Rishi, aren't Rishi, they? Rishi, do, do you still think that we should be doing more business with China? Oh, nice no, question. Actually support the view of the integrated review, the plan that you and I both sat around the Cabinet table and helped draft, which highlighted that China was an enormous threat to our national security. And that's the lens in which we oh, should sure. put it. And Tom deserves actually credit on the backbenches 
for highlighting this issue, you know, uh, amongst others, and he was very early to it. Uh, and the right approach to that is to take the powers and the protections we need to protect our country against it, something actually you and I, Liz, have worked together on to make sure that we have legislation that stops hostile investment into this the country. The answer is very simple. We should stop doing business with China. But also, as <laughs> yeah. the I mean, head of uh, yeah, MI6 recently said in a short speech to the head of MI6, extolling the problem and with China for the last, what, six of months? We, okay. we should engage with right. China Thank as we do engage with all countries. We're trying to keep these nice stuff. Really quick, uh, come back uh, there, Liz Truss, and then I'll move to you don't want to go ahead with the economic and financial dialogue with China. Yeah. Then, my my view is, when we can protect Why would we? as we now can do, because of the powers that we've taken, okay. that shouldn't stop us from engaging with countries around the world. Thank you very much, both. He still wants to do business with China. Yeah, she does. up to those in Hong Kong as we did. Something that all of us are probably proud of. And turn to Penny Mordaunt. It's your turn to ask a question. Well, Who's I, it to? I'm sorry. I'm afraid it is to Rishi. Maybe you They've should have all got, one got of those a question for Rishi. Might have been a bit, uh, a bit fairer. But um, the the first job of any prime minister is to defend the nation, and we made a manifesto commitment on defence spending. Uh, we know that our armed forces are under great strain, and we have commitments. Uh, that to is true. We have a man on the inside, as well as that manifesto commitment. Why won't you raise defence spending? Penny, of course the most important job of the Prime Minister is to keep us safe. And that's why, as Chancellor, I actually made sure don't that the MOT, our defence, got the largest uplift in defence spending. So don't make Liz trust war. the Prime Minister. The Ministry of don't defense, take us into other people's wars. Yep. So in, in Eastern they Europe. They had that record uplift, yeah. so they could do everything that they can to keep us safe. So I've already increased defence spending, and because of the investments we're making, it's forecast to increase Don't take us into in Eastern European wars, and don't arm Taiwan. We should take a threat-based approach to defence spending, not fixate on arbitrary targets, but do whatever is required, and that's what I will do. Okay. Invest whatever is required to keep our country safe. That's Thanks. my commitment as creepy. Prime Minister. Thank you very much indeed. Tom Tugendhat, your question. Well, I'm not going to pick up on defence, just to say that 10,000 troops uh, being made unemployed is not exactly the defence. Okay. Would you like to pose your question? Ooh. I will pose my question. It's actually to Penny. Oh, wow. There we go. Uh, Rishi gets <laughs> a break. Look, I've set out various policies that I think are important to defeating Keir Starmer in the next general election, to making sure that families understand that we're on their side now, not in the years to come when we're promising uh, income tax cuts when they're convenient. What, I've, what I'm wondering is, if you're asking people to support you as Prime Minister, which is what we're doing tonight, when are you going to tell them the details of the plans that you're laying out? Because surely exactly. you need to know the details for them to be able to decide. Because Keir Starmer won't be waiting at the general election, and we won't be able to give him that space now. Well, I think there's a couple of things that we need in order to win a next general election. One of them is me as the Prime Minister, because <laughs> the polling shows that I'm the only one that can beat Keir Starmer. And really? To Labour. I beat him uh, all over the country. Not that's not true. I beat him in London, in Scotland, with young people, red wall, blue wall seats. That's why... Uh, we don't even really know who you are, girl. Of, uh, ...of focus from your... So girl, you the second... I told you it was her, didn't I? It was never... It was never pretty. ...where we've come from. All the work that we have done together, which has been good, uh, because of COVID, because of 
all sorts of other things, we have not been able to move as fast as we would have liked. Unless we have that narrative, folks, uh, unless okay. we can also set a vision for how we're going to get that Brexit dividend we Thank you. and deliver for people, we will not win the next general election. I can do that. I'm okay. the most prepared I don't believe you, Penny. Okay. Thank you very much, all of you. <laughs> it's simple. I don't believe quick you. questions now. I'll just a quick run round to see what you say. If you become Prime Minister, you'll be leading Britain on the international stage. If you were Prime Minister, would you sit down with Vladimir Putin at the G20? Yes or no, Penny, Penny Mordaunt? Not yes. under current circumstances. Tom Tugendhat. The answer no, is... and I've demonstrated yes. that I'll fight for our country yes. in combat and I'll fight for our country in politics and I will continue to do so. But sitting down with Vladimir Putin... No, how, how are you going to solve problems if you're not going to talk no, to people? Exactly. It hasn't worked for all the people no. who tried before. None of, them, none of them are any use. Thank you, Liz Truss. Forget them all. I think it is very important that we have the voices of the free world facing down Vladimir Putin. I was prepared to face down Sergei Lavrov I'm prepared to say to Putin directly and call him out in front of those very important swing countries like India okay. and Indonesia. So Thank I would go there so yes. and I would call Putin out. OK, Rishi Sunak, very briefly, mm. yes or no? No, down, I actually, I walked out of a G20 meeting when the Russian yeah. finance minister so, was Thank you. So, actually, let's trust wins that round. question now yep. on climate. Uh, today, we have our first you can't ever something. It's climate time, it's climate time. Oh, God. Inside and outside this studio, the severe effects of climate change Clearly there have the been higher temperatures in the past, for Christ's sake! has threatened to resign if you fail to lead on the climate crisis we face. Can you confirm there will be no backing down, absolutely no backing down on our commitment to net, commitment to net zero by 2050 Throw if you become Prime that. But it mustn't clobber people, our plan. Uh, it has to support our levelling up an industrial yeah, strategy so and she, she, our she, energy oh, yes. resilience. OK, Tom Hibbert, too. I'm no. committed to making sure that we deliver the nuclear reactors to keep us <laughs> green, that we deliver the nuclear reactors that are going to drive an export economy, the carbon capture and storage in Scotland, and, all, and change the way we do wind farms and so that we can actually deliver quicker. Because at the moment, the problem is we're seeing energy price rises hurting everybody, no, and that's what's it. making life more difficult for everyone You're wrong. now and Move will on. be in the winter. It was supposed to be a legally binding target. Kemi Badenoch. We, the, the truth is, Julie, we set a target for when none of us will be here to, take, uh, to be accountable for it. If there are things in the plan that will bankrupt this country, I will change them. If there are things in the plan that will make life okay. difficult for ordinary people, I will change them. I do believe in climate change, but we have to do it in a way that is sustainable and that will lead other countries. If we damage our economy, they will not follow us, and then we will not solve the problem. Liz okay, Trust, right. I back okay. the net zero target. We need to no. deliver it okay. in a way, though, that doesn't harm people and businesses. That's why I would have a moratorium on the green levy, take it out of general taxation, that's so that we can that's good. the pressure and find better ways to deliver net zero. No, Jamie's no, running yes, that's right. This is uh, about our children. I have two young girls, and this is about the inheritance that yeah, we yeah. leave them and, and uh, the everyone's grandchildren. In the same Cut way the I care cheese. about Boy, the burden of on. borrowing and debt that we leave them, I care about You're going to make no difference. So, yes, I do support it, but we need no. to bring people okay, with us. Right. And if we so go too, long, wins that too round. fast, then we will lose people, and that's no way to get there. And I think we can get there in the way that's about growth, no, it's about can. jobs, it's about the industries of the future, and that's the way to do it. Briefly, back to Kelly Maiden. If we bankrupt ourselves, we will be leaving a terrible future for our children, and I will not Absolutely right. Okay. I just think it's a bit of a shame that we haven't yet financed the carbon capture and storage elements oh, of the Northeast Coast of Scotland uh, when we're shipping yes. carbon over to Norway. Hold on a minute, Tom. Do you really... okay. No, I'm not Thank you very much, all of you, for that. I know it's a quick, quick run-round, uh, this subject. Uh, we're almost... In
between the this and the list, John. Uh, we've heard a lot about. I'm going to go and put my head under a cold tap. Forward tonight. The last okay. time people went to the polls in this country, Britain was in a completely different place. We've lived through a pandemic. It's been an extraordinary time of upheaval. Should you win, isn't the only way for you to get a mandate for your new vision to put it to the people and call a general I election? I agree. Yes or no? Anymore. But then it we, does no, nothing. We all stood on the same manifesto. We all have to come together, and it's a shared manifesto and a shared vision. Thank you. No, we have a manifesto to deliver, and I intend to deliver it because by showing leadership and showing commitment, we can. But then the they're all saying together, they're just going to do what Johnson wanted to do. Disunity and yeah, actually have I mean, a clean start. Thank you. Yeah. I think people are tired of broken promises. We need some promises. We should keep them. Away. They're also you tired of all yes the upheaval no and, the, uh, and no, no. no to a general election for that reason. No, we need to give people some stability. They're tired of all the upheaval. Thank you. No to a general election, we need 100% all of our effort on delivering for the people of Britain. I'm the person that can do that. Rishi Sunak. No, we face an enormous economic challenge, and we now need someone who's got the grip and the experience to deal with that, and that should be the priority <laughs> going forward for the next year. After okay, thank you for your observations. I think that's a resounding no John? to an imminent general election. No, you, really you're covering this next bit, because I think you should do That is it. We have come to the end run, of our debate. Run the it's now again. time for our candidates' closing statements. You listen to their closing statements. Yeah, I'm going to go and die under a cold tap. I'll be right back. Okay. We have a choice. Do we confront the challenges we face with honesty and responsibility or not? I'm standing because I believe I'm the best person to lead our country and the only candidate... God, I can hear what he's saying and I don't even have me ears in. the next election for our party. The stakes for our country are high and only I have the experience needed to deal with this economic crisis. But if we take on our problems with honesty and determination, Britain's potential is limitless. My parents worked hard to give me the opportunity of a better future. And that's what I would do for your children and grandchildren as your Prime Minister. Thank you. Penny Morton. If you're still watching this debate, well done. <laughs> I wish tonight had been a little what less about that? us and a bit more about you. I know you've got serious concerns and these are really uncertain times. Our model of politics is broken. Our model of political leadership True. is broken. True. You need someone who knows why it needs to change and has a plan to do that. Mm. And that's me. You talk about these plans, but you're you're keeping Thank them you undercover. Thank very much, Penny Mordant. And now we'll turn for a closing statement to Tom Tugendhat. Thank you very much for watching this evening. This evening hasn't actually been about us, and in many ways it hasn't been about the Conservative Party. It's been about you <laughs> and about who you need as your next Conservative <laughs> Prime Minister. Because the reality is this country has been facing problems abroad and you, is now facing Tom. challenges That's at home normal. and around the world. That and the government, I'm afraid, has led to a lack of trust. I'm afraid too, in that of the government. We're all asking the right questions. The real answer is we need a clean start. Because we need to restore confidence in our government and in ourselves. We can do it. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to lead. Kemi's going to say, I don't have the answers, but there'll be consequences. To Liz Truss. <laughs> the next election is going to be about the economy. We only have two years 
to show the British people we can deliver. I can hit the ground running at number 10, driving economic growth by cutting taxes. I'm sure you can, Liz. Tough reform. I've I'm shown sure what you I can. can do on Brexit, on trade and on Ukraine. I'm on the water. I've shown that I'm trusted to deliver. Britain's best days lie ahead. We need to reject the voices of decline. And as Conservatives, we need to stop apologising for who we are. I will lead a government of all the talents that unleashes the full potential of our great country. Liz Trust, thank you very much. After the last of our closing <laughs> statements, the woman in the middle, Penny Badenoch. I said that I was the candidate who would tell you the truth. And I am. I'm doing uh, this what truth is myself, that, Kemi? But for the future. Hold on. I have three children and I want the very best future for them. I have it two children. It is vitally important well, that we children. create a strong United Kingdom that is confident in itself. I moved to this country nearly 30 years ago and the United Kingdom is a beacon of shining light. Well, which United Kingdom is That's that? That's why so many people want to come here. Is that the United Kingdom sure of Northern so. Ireland so and Great Britain? Bright, or strong, just secure, with a wealthier kingdom of Great Britain. That's what I'm about. I'm the candidate for the future. I'm here to be honest with you. I can make a change and change things for the better. I don't, think you can. I don't believe you. All of you can breathe a sigh of relief at the end of a fast paced hour. It brings our evening together. It wasn't fast paced. No, it wasn't. It was anything but. That drives it to character <laughs> to Putin. And beyond. Thank you very much, I've all had, of you, for taking part here. I've had constipated. And that brings us to a close. <laughs> but that political debate. Time on the toilet has been more fun than this. <laughs> and it's over. And it's over. Um, oh, right, I don't... Can, can I share my screen briefly? You can, yeah. Just, I just want to say, who is this? Right. Okay. Right. Answers on a postcard, please. <laughs> can you see it? I can, yeah. <laughs> so who is that? Answers on a postcard, please. Stop. Just, just get it, get it off our screens. There, we get, get it away, get it away. John, Ben. They're, they're saying Rishi Rat. Yeah, that's it. Rat fans. Yep. Yo. Pouring oh. a few pints of water over my head, and my shirt feels like it weighs a ton. Yeah, is it, is it benefited you, do you think? Oh, yeah, I've cooled down quite nicely. Okay. It was very cold water. Excellent, excellent. I'm not sure how long it will benefit me for, but it has benefited me. Oh, that's something, that's something. That is something indeed. So, right. so oh. John. Ben. Introduce the show. So, I'd like to welcome one and all to this episode 104. 104. Of Chasing Descent Live. Did you from think me, we were actually going to go? From me, the man in the van, and now hunkering in the bunker, and from Ben in the South Coast studio. Soaking wet like Soaking a drowned wet. rat. Dripping like an Adonis freshly risen from the sea itself. Oh. <laughs> DW says, Yay, the show started. Indeed, it has. And now. Run the list! <laughs> not yet, not yet, not okay. yet. Now we are done with that shit, John. Ben. How have you been? 
I've been all right. I've been all right, son. I can't complain. We had a good show last night, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have a good show last night. Enjoyed been that. Been a bit of a laugh today already, mind you. Oh yeah, that, well that, that, that comedian, that that coloured chap, he's quite quite funny. Yes, yes, he is. So, John, Ben, do we have a list? We do have a list, yeah. Shall yeah, I run the list? Run the list, Ben. Run the list. Shall I go and grab a drink? Disregard absolutely everything you saw on that video because that's not the list. It's just we can't be asked to make a new one anymore. <laughs> Shalini says she's raving. So if you enjoyed the first hour tonight, then uh, you're doing better than we are. But <laughs> if you... he's back. Look, he's back. back. He's back. He's back. Ooh. <laughs> Watch the machinery! Watch the machinery! I'm doing it gently. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. And so, John. Oh, ben. I mean, first of all, before we do get into our list, right? And this might even be on the list. I'm not sure. But as you can probably see, I am absolutely boiling bloody hot right it is boiling hot because reasons yeah. uh because it's summer because it's summer because it's summer and guess what it was the same last year yeah right? yeah uh, maybe not as hot probably i don't know but i have been year before in, was really hot really hot i've been in higher temperatures than this and never yeah. before have i seen a weather map that's telling me essentially you're gonna die right that's essentially what they're saying to us when you look at the weather. Uh, uh, we've got we've got an official announcement from like the mayor of London saying, "Don't travel in London on Monday and Tuesday." Oh, come on, that's because it's going to be too hot. That's just bollocks. Yeah. I, I mean, they're shutting schools. They're shutting nursery schools. They're. I've never heard such nonsense in my life. So I don't know. Never. I don't know if they're closing our kids' school yet, but we already have. Um, we already have had a message saying that they're going to keep them in at play and lunchtime, so they won't be allowing them out to play in the sun. Well, see, there's a good question. Says DW in the chat, mm. right? Are the roads going to melt? Because the roads melted in 1976. The roads have melted before in my lifetime as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, and you know, I've been in, I've been in much higher temperatures than this. I've been, in, I've been to Florida, John. Can, can someone explain to me? You see, you've seen the trains, right? You've seen some of the rail tracks have buckled. Mm -hmm. Can someone explain to me how come trains in India can still run? <laughs> you know what? Because they, they look. Listen, 
Listen. Gets we, hot there. We are in a country. <laughs> or when you're actually in a country better prepared for shit like this than, than even us in England because... What, he... No, no, no. No, we've got stacks of ginger people. We've got loads of people at risk. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let me just give you an example. My God, a, a, a national drink is iron brew. It's ginger. <laughs> yeah, but let, let me give you an example here, right? So I went... I once went to Florida yeah. on an airline called Laker. They don't exist anymore. I remember Laker. They used to fly out of Presswick. Yeah, well, we had to fly into Glasgow, uh, pick up more, get the train more people. To no, no. So oh. we we Laker, we flew from Gatwick to Glasgow, picked up more people, then yeah. took off again and flew to Florida. Right? You sure you didn't fly to Prestwick? No, I'm pretty sure it was Prestwick that Laker flew in and out. Well, it could well have been. It was Scotland, right? Yeah, yeah. That Prestwick's in Scotland, the home but, of golf. But the 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 runway was being constantly cleared of snow in scotland <laughs> yeah when was this and guess what this was in a <laughs> but the point i'm making here is we flew in we yeah. landed and we yeah. flew out on yeah. time yeah because right? people used to take some kind of pride in their work you say and their that. ability to deliver a service but in here in england at gatwick for example one flake of snow falls on the fucking runway. Yeah. Panic! Panic! Cancel every flight! Falls on the royal... Uh, sorry, falls on the rail tracks. Yeah, Cancel but, all the trains! Yeah. But, but everybody's getting the same way. It used to be... Well, 1962, apparently the year that I may have been born in, was an incredibly harsh winter. Yeah. And yet people were still getting their mail delivered, you know? Mm. They were still getting food delivered to them, albeit sometimes it was chucked out of a helicopter mm -hmm. you know, if you were on a, a farm. But I mean, the snow was so deep, right? And yet, we just got on with it. Nowadays, we don't get on with anything. No. And do you know what? I reckon if we get a harsh winter this year... Oh, it'll be fucking doom and gloom. It's we'll the have, ice age. We'll the ice age cometh. We'll have red all over die. the map again. Yeah. Ice age cometh. We're all going to die. I mean, this this is the thing, right? People actively, right? So we, we are forecast, I think, two days of this tomorrow and Tuesday, yeah. And it's yeah. down down here anyway. It's been pretty damn hot the last few days, but um, two two straight days of it. People spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds actively seeking out these kinds of temperatures to go on holiday, <laughs> and. I know. <laughs> just, it's like just. I, I drove across. I drove across Death Valley. Yeah, oh, well, that sounds good. And, and as you drive into Death Valley, it has signs up that say things like, you know, don't it's... use air conditioning. Look at it. Make sure you don't overheat your car. You know, don't. don't I mean, you're driving into Death Valley, and it says, "Don't use air conditioning." Right? Mm -hmm. It's fifty degrees centigrade outside. And it says, don't use air conditioning. What was the first thing I did? Put on the air conditioning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to sit in a tin box and drive across Death Valley with no air conditioning? No. Are you mad? <laughs> no. You know what? I've been in hotter temperatures than this in Florida. And do you know what I did, yeah. John? Yeah, I, went to the, I went to the water park. That's what I did. I went or, to Wet or, or Wild. I went to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's... There are... Where were we yesterday? Yesterday, my wife says, I'm going to the shops. Do you wish to come? And so we went to the shops and she goes, well, I need my hoodie. And I goes, do you really think you're going to need your hoodie? While we were in the shop, she said, I wish I'd brought my hoodie. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's colder inside than it is out. But that's normal yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I will be kind of grateful when this hot weather goes away purely because of this box that I'm in, right? Yeah. If this box can cool down a few degrees, I won't. I've told you what to do. Get I know to you've told you Get an extractor fan, hack a hole in the wall and put the extractor fan in. So it will pull the hot air out. I'll think about it. Do it. Do it, mate. Do Are it. you going to... If, if you pay I'll for it, I'll give you 10 quid for an extractor fan. Oh. You heard him. You all heard him. He said He said he'd do it. No, I said, I said I'd give you 10 quid. That's all I said. <laughs> oh, dear. But, but yeah. Right. Let's move on. Shall we start with the list? We shall. Right, I've got to laugh at this because that's kind of what I do. I laugh, right? But it's not funny. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. British man found dead in Italian hotel. Right. Okay. Blood-stained woman partner found wandering corridor with serious injuries. Right. Okay. So, high-end Italian hotel, 350 quid a night. Oof. Couple from Manchester, mm. apparently run an estate agents, arrived on Friday night. Okay. Receptionist staff got a frantic phone call for asking for help in the early hours of Saturday morning. They didn't take fucking long, did they? <laughs> so, so... He appears to have died as a result of not the injuries he sustained because he was apparently well cut and had numerous bruises. Right. As as did she. Okay. Yep. He appears to have died from a heart attack. If they're in Italy, I'm suspecting he may have had something to go there. Right. But it appears they have been conducting some sort of sordid sexual erotic game. <laughs> <laughs> it all went wrong. So you know the actor David Carradine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Played Grasshopper. Ah, played, Grasshopper. And Bill from Kill Bill, right? Um, mm -hmm. you know how he died, right, John? Go on. Autoerotic oh, yeah, asphyxiation. Yeah. Just like, uh, let's just like the the, the singer from NXS. Yeah. So he, he. Oh, there was a big. There was a big. There was a lot of them. Went all the same way at some point, didn't they? Well, yeah, they, they seem... Usually hanging from the door handle by <laughs> yeah, the eye. Hanging from the door handle whilst trying to pleasure themselves, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I mean, that, that reminds me, did I tell you the story of the time I was called to a sudden death? No. No. So I was called to a sudden death and I arrived at the, the premises and there was an old woman who greeted me at the door and she went, oh, officer. <laughs> he's he's through there. She says I'm the carer. I come in and do his tidying up every every morning and make his dinner at night. But he's through there in the kitchen. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a bit strange. <laughs> and uh, her boss was with her, and she's like, oh, officer. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they point me through to the kitchen. And this old chap had had become deceased in the kitchen, right? Dressed in his pajamas. Okay. And he had obviously fallen forward at the point of death. Right. And gone head first into mm. the flip top bin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he was still. I mean, we shouldn't was, laugh, but no, no, we shouldn't. He's still on his feet, right? <laughs> his head's buried in the bin. He's on his feet, and yep. his white winky, of course, is hanging out of his pajamas. What a way to go! I know. And the two old women are standing in the doorway with the door open, going, "Do you suspect any suspicious circumstances, officer?" <laughs> <laughs> but you'll read all about it in the book. <laughs> the book that's never coming. Tamarillo yeah. in the chat says, "You two, you guys look like bikers." Mm. Well, I was a biker. I, 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 I am a biker. I wasn't I'm a just biker. Just a biker at the moment. <laughs> but um, that's that's that's. I mean, we shouldn't speak ill of the dead, and we shouldn't laugh. But I mean, yeah, it was it was quite humorous. But when you've greeted with that, what 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 other reaction is there, John? <laughs> what else could you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Death, oh! death the great leveler. <laughs> so between this show and the next, I would have had my first court hearing, John. Um, yeah. It's on Wednesday. And uh, I have I I have played the cripple card, right? Yeah. I am I am you know I'm. Have I'm... you asked for a like a what's it called? Video. Yeah. Yeah, I asked for a, for Are a video link. A... I haven't. I'll probably hear back tomorrow, but right, I haven't okay. heard back. Um, basically, I've 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 said you know we don't know what it's like from day to day. I took my medication in the course of this stream, right? I don't know whether or not I'm going to be all right from day to day, so um video link uh is probably preferable for me rather than doing a 60 mile round trip um yeah, yeah. so we've asked we shall see uh obviously i'm pleading not guilty and uh there's a video uh i i can't speak to the veracity but there is a video of a police officer and i'm not gonna say whether or not that police officer is anything to do with yeah, anything listen no 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 just leave that leave it out Okay. Just leave it out. You don't want to prejudice your case. No, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Right, so just leave it out. So moving on. Moving right, on. Um I had um I had some stuff down about Sunak and that, but there's no really point in getting into that because we've just done it today. We've done enough of those those um, idiots. We've mentioned today. the heat wave, but what we will mention about the heat wave is the the, the doctor on this morning. All right. Who was telling us what to drink during the heat wave? Well, you know what? She was actually quite sensible. She said, if you're going to the toilet and you're not thirsty, you've had enough to drink. And if you want a cup of tea, have a cup of tea. It doesn't matter that it makes you go to the toilet. You're better drinking something than nothing. Well, that's, yeah. that's incredibly... How did we get a sensible doctor on this morning? Because it wasn't Dr. Hillary Jones. You're correct. It was not Dr. Hillary Jones. It was a woman doctor. And that's why. Can I, just say woman? Can, can I make that assumption through the television screen? 
Like DW says, I drink tea when it's hot. I te I generally tend to drink a hot drink when it's hot. And do you know why I do that? Because it brings your internal body temperature down and actually cools you down. Because if you yes. imbibe a hot substance and a hot liquid, yes, your internal yes, yes. body temperature lowers itself to combat. So the best yes, thing to drink know, on a hot day. No, what it does is it, it to lower itself, it yeah. opens the capillaries and puts more blood to the extremities where they cool down quicker. Yes, but, but it does it because your, your yeah, body because thinks it's a hot too drink. hot. Yeah, but everybody knows so that. So it brings itself down. So, surely everybody knows that. You, what do you mean surely everybody knows that? Look at, the, look at the vast majority of the general public for the last two and a half years, John. They don't seem to know much. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Well, the, the next item on the list was mentioned by someone, in, or by the, um, the presenter in the last uh, segment. Okay. She said that Alok Sharma is warning he may resign if the new leader ditches net zero. So my initial expression is, so what? Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I mean, it's like, by God, you're you're a minister, which means you know nothing, mm -hmm. which means you have a kind of honorary position while all the civil servants run around and do all the mm -hmm. real work. And you just stand there and tell people what they've told you to say. Yeah. Because you know nothing. So Alok Sharma we, is the we, guy. We don't care. <laughs> Alok Sharma is the guy that visited like 50 plus countries while nobody else was allowed to travel. Yeah, yeah. I we do not care. care. Yeah. I don't care. Alok Sharma, in fact, probably shouldn't be a minister. No, he probably shouldn't. No. In fact, most of them shouldn't. Let's face it, if they seek office, they should, they should not, not have be allowed it. to hold it. Yep. So let's move on very, very quickly from Alok Sharma, the moron. Well, unfortunately, we have another death to record, don't we? We do. Ivana and the stairs. Ivana and the stairs. So Ivana Trump, ex-wife of Donald Trump and mother to I, most of his children. Um, yes died through accidental blunt force trauma trauma to the chest okay so she fell down the stairs and landed in her chest that's a very odd place to land if you're falling down the stairs no I don't know it depends how much you've had to drink but that's true, and if you're married to Donald, if you've been married to Donald Trump, you've probably developed somewhat of a drinking habit by the time you're out of it. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Dark Spy says, "Did she have a tell-all book coming out?" Possibly, I do not know. But no, seventy-three years of age. You know, still a lot, a lot younger than Donald, but seventy-three mm -hmm. years of age. Had a had a good run. Mother to most of the kids. Um, and, yeah, and to the best first lady we never had to win yeah the best uh, uh, you survived donald you didn't survive the stairs yeah uh brixton brixton market up in flames is it People evacuated everything when did this happen oh this morning shalini shalini lives in brixton well, Maybe she apparently can give us people were evacuated. There, there was hundreds of firemen there. The place was apparently in terror. I've not been able to see this, so uh, it's funny that, isn't it? Because uh, oh, oh, she says, "Really," and she lives in Brixton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, 
So uh, she says, no idea. But it's funny uh, that things keep going <laughs> up in flames, don't they, John? They do, because something else went up in flames recently in the Netherlands, didn't it, Ben? The second of its type in the space of a week just spawned. What was it, Ben? What was it? A, a factory that is funded by the Gates Foundation, Bill Gates, uh, just spawned. Who's Bill Gates? Who's he? Who's uh, he then? He, he's, a, he, he's the man that's sponsoring Penny Mordaunt to run for prime. I mean, no, he's not oh. doing that. Of course he's not. He's English then? No, he's American. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this the guy that owns all the farmland? Yeah, the software geezer, like DW says in, in the chat, yeah. right? Yeah, the software geezer that owns all the farmland because he so, thinks he's... What, what? Why does he own all the farmland? Why? But what, not just why does he own all the farmland. Why did he keep going on the TV for the last two and a half years telling people he was essentially a doctor? But he's not a doctor. <laughs> and he's not a farmer. He's not got any qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> Except for his honorary degrees, of course. Which mean nothing. Nothing at all. I mean, I could go to India and purchase stacks and stacks of degrees. Would right. they mean anything? Well, probably as much as bills. Yeah, I mean... I've got two real ones. I mean, he's the world's most famous doctor who's not a doctor. Yeah. He's now the world's most famous farmer who's he's not a the, farmer. He's, he's the de facto authority on certain things that we can't even talk about. And no. yet he knows nothing. Nothing. Anyway, moving on. Any, no, we're not moving on because, because this, like I said, this is the second of his uh, factories or shops or supermarkets or yeah. whatever uh -huh. funded by him in the Netherlands in the space of about a week to spontaneously and what, combust. And what else is happening in the Netherlands? Well, it depends who you look, what source you look at. If you look at the mainstream media, nothing. But I thought the government were cramping down on farmers under nitrogen output they, they definitely are but like i said if you were to look at the mainstream media that's not happening but aren't the farmers kind of upset about this and 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 talk of them losing up to 70 percent of their animals absolutely they're extremely upset and they've been protesting in their tractors all over the country yeah. like mad for about and, two weeks now and hasn't the country generally grown to a halt it, it may well have. I mean, you, you never know. And what is it they say? No farmers, no food? No farms, no food. And yet, nothing of this is on the news? No, and I mean, we're now How getting... How can this be? We're now How get, can this be? We're getting copycat protests in Germany, Argentina, in... Uh, Italy? Italy. Uh, France. France, yep. Uh, but 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 if you're to believe the mainstream media, these these things are not happening. Then they're just not happening. And yet there was something very similar happened a year ago in Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. They banned nitrogen fertilizers in March 2021. Mm-hmm. And what happened in Sri Lanka recently? Well, the and this has been in the news. The entire country has completely destabilized, John. It's yeah, collapsed. And they've thrown out their president and they're still trying to get a government together at the moment but the thing is in complete and utter chaos well when the prime ministerial residents and the presidential palace are being literally partied in by protesters john it's uh they know how to cool off we'll just take over the president's residence and shit in his pool <laughs> they got some bitching <laughs> pools we'll use those yeah. But yeah, um, that's that's 
that's what's happening and if you if you like if you if you use the chinese communist party's uh, spy platform tiktok then you can follow us over there at chasing descent live and uh, yeah. you can Everybody definitely hear... <laughs> yeah well you can follow cd presco run by adam over on yeah. twitter right and, and that's actually do you know what the ironic thing about that is adam's chasing descent twitter account right there's yeah. more followers than our Chasing Descent Twitter accounts had. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be honest, Twitter brought very little to the party. No, it used to bring a lot to the party when yeah, they allowed me to have a large following, but... Not these days. Not these days. Uh, well, what's going on with Twitter? That's a very good well, question. I have no idea, because I'm not on it anymore. Well, I'll, and I'll... you know what? I can't actually be bothered to try and get back on it. Um, yeah, Shalini, oh. there's been one hell of a there's been one hell of a cult over on Twitter. It's like nothing. In fact, I think it might be the biggest Twitter cult I've ever seen. To be honest, I think it's their biggest purge yet. I mean, even Adam, who doesn't have a myriad of followers on his personal account, is telling me he's losing like 25 followers a night, and they're not unfollowing I'm, I'm from him. They're disappearing. So they're getting taken off the platform. Shalini says, please go on Gab. Gab.com forward slash Chasing Descent Live. We are on Gab. But we have a presence on Gab. So if you are on Gab, come and find me. Pick one. Well, I can't pick one. What what I'm doing, John, it's called the whack-a-mole strategy. Uh, You you know what? You know what? People out there, just bear with us because pretty soon there may be a solution. A there single may. solution for all of you. There may be a single solution for all of you. A solution for us. free speech run by us. So on our platform. On our platform. So we're trying to sort something out, and it could be small scale to begin with, but yeah. it'll be a place for you all to be able to have free speech, and uh, that's what we are we are trying to do. Um, Shalini says she loves Gab. I'm just getting no, used to Gab. Don't again. love it too much. <laughs> Because it'll soon be supplanted. Supplanted by us. By us. We will give you a space to talk. We will indeed. Truly free platform. And uh, we will take the legal brunt. Uh, Well, if somebody does have a go at us for it and tries to sue us and the government tries to come after us and you can all, all of you that benefit from us can fund our legal fees. We'll just shut it down and disappear. Well, yeah. (laughs) Is that what you do? There's that too, right? There's that too. Yeah. It'll take the money and run. Anyway, what money? What money? It's costing us money. Anyway, yeah, right. it fucking is. Defibrillators are appearing defibrillators. everywhere. Defibrillators? No, no. Defibrillators to be installed in all, all English public schools by the end of the next school year. Why would that be necessary, John? Because kids have heart attacks too, don't you know? How often do kids have heart attacks, John? Well, it must be quite high if you have to install a defibrillator in all English schools by the end of the next school year. <sighs> so actually, this this brings me back to to a a time I was travelling through France, right, with my my friends on my bike. Yeah. And it was round about 2017, I think. Mm. And we were travelling through rural France and we were going through these small French villages with no one in them. Mm. And there were defibrillators on the walls of like public buildings. Okay. And I'm thinking, why? 
why are there defibrillators everywhere? Hmm. Because French don't have a high incidence of heart disease compared to the UK. But this was like 2017. It's a bit early, but maybe they were just getting ready. You never know, John. You never know. But uh, so DW says in the chat, completely unrelated, just ducked out for a moment. Just asking, does Sonia Poulton know you are both uh, yeeted? Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah. And we, we have... have other methods of communication, of course. Of course we do. We have other means of contacting our colleagues and <laughs> friends and uh, yes. confidants, shall we say. And. Uh, and, and Sonia, if you're watching tonight, because she does check in on our brand YouTube channel. Oh, does she? She does. does she? If you are watching, good evening. And if there good is evening. any... Good evening, Governor. Good evening, Governor. <laughs> right, moving on? Moving on. Moving on. Right, I'd like you to explain this one to me. If, if you may, okay? Maybe you okay. can, maybe you can't. Okay. So, a Ukrainian cargo plane crashes in Greece. Okay? Okay. I'm with you. It crashes and goes on fire. Okay. And people report explosions going on for up to two hours. Okay. Turns okay. out this Ukrainian cargo plane and Antonov, which is a Russian brand, but obviously with, okay. with Ukraine and Russia being kind of the same country at one point, there's a good yeah. chance they would have Russian planes. Uh, so this Ukrainian cargo plane was carrying ammunition. Okay. Okay, crashed in northern Greece. Okay. Which is bad. Everybody on board killed, all Ukrainians. Okay? Yeah. And, and plane completely <laughs> destroyed and then some. Yeah, okay? I imagine, <laughs> yeah. Because everything kept going off for two hours. So the, the, problem, the problem is it was flying from Ukraine to Bangladesh and it was loaded with ammunition so that only says one thing they're selling ammunition to the Indians <laughs> so let me get what this else straight. can it possibly let, let say me get, let me get this straight yeah. let me get this straight the British taxpayer, right? Yeah. yeah are giving yeah. billions yeah, to billions. Ukraine yep. in mm -hmm. finances and in ammunition and Weapons. weaponry. Yep, yep. Ukraine are mm -hmm. then taking that ammunition that the British taxpayer have paid for. Or the American. Or the or American. The French, or the, or the German. German. Well, I think the Germans kiboshed couple of sales recently didn't they but anyway they're loading it onto cargo planes yep and selling it to bangladesh yes that appears to be the case does the west have mug just written all over it on a map yes i think it does i think it here be treasure <laughs> yeah, like, like when, when people in Somalia and other places like that look at the map of the world and they see the British Isles, it doesn't say England or Scotland, it just says, here be treasure. Here be treasure. <laughs> Come here for free housing. Treasure! X marks the spot. 
<laughs> just all over all over Europe, just an X. X yeah. marks the spot. So, yeah, I would have liked to have asked that question of Rishi or Tom or Penny or Liz or Kemi this evening. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I would have also liked to have asked that question. Um, why on earth are we still giving... They, they clearly feel like they've got enough weaponry if they're selling it off, right? That's fucking... <laughs> That's unbelievable. I mean, I can understand if it was coming from Bangladesh to the Ukraine. Yeah, me too. But not not going the other way. Not going the other way, no. no. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, unless... They're selling weapons to you, Bangladesh. Money is being laundered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, money's been laundered through Ukraine for God knows it how long. Surprise me if Hunter was involved. Hunter seems to be involved in everything, right? Yeah. I does. mean, for a man that's constantly high on crack, allegedly. The uh, king of cool. From I can say, for a man that's constantly, you know. He's got himself. He's probably got himself a gold-plated personalized crack pipe. Is Hunter, but um, yeah. but for, but he seems to have his fingers in so many pies, and you wonder how many of those pies, those fingers are actually just pedo Peters. I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you've got to understand this, this folks. That is absolutely true. In Hunter Biden's phone. Joe Biden is listed as Pedo Peter. Pedo Peter. Pedo Pete. And speaking of Pedo Pete, uh, where was he this week? Is this when he fell off his bike? No, no, no. Where was he this week? Uh, where he went we? to visit Saudi Arabia. <laughs> do you, do you, he went to visit Saudi Arabia. Are you, are you, did they just tell him he yeah. was going? They just tell him, Joe. Joe. Yeah, and it, and he pulled up. He pulled up the sheikh of Saudi Arabia and questioned them on the killing of Khashoggi. Oh, and and the sheikh turned around and he goes, "Well, the USA has made a few mistakes too, Joe." <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> so. I have met a Saudi prince, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to tell you his name because I know how wealthy he is. Uh-huh. And I don't know how much I really want to say about him in public because I know Why stuff. Why are you even mentioning it? But I, I'm just saying, I, I, I have met and have personally interacted with, and in fact could give you the secret Twitter account of a Saudi prince. It's fine, I don't really want to. <laughs> but, um... When I say that the Saudi royal family can and are can be and are very much hypocrites, um, just know that to be true. Put it that yeah. way. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. Especially definitely. when it comes to laws upon their own people. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's definitely I mean, not it, gay. It, it, it's definitely, um, it's definitely the, it's definitely the country that deserved to be the chair of the Human Rights Committee. Yeah. What was it, three or four years ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it deserved to be the chair of that. I mean, I've met this Saudi prince several times, by the yeah, way. Definitely not gay. Yeah. Definitely, um, definitely not gay. Um, <laughs> that's what I will say. Um, definitely not. 
So okay, shall we um, move on? Speaking of Saudi princes. <laughs> okay, we're going to stay on the subject. I don't really want to be murdered, Na- but let's continue. Nadim Sahawi. Yeah. It's apparently got £26 million in mystery loans that he cannot account for. Oh. This man. Did he not throw his hat in the ring for leadership of the Conservative Party and Prime Minister and leader of this nation they call Great Britain? Did he not? And also said, if I get elected, I'll put Boris Johnson in cabinet. Yeah, yeah. So apparently he's got 26 million in mystery loans. Right. And appeals to have sequestered millions away from HMRC by using dubious tactics and offshore accounts. Hats off to you, Nadine. Hats off. Well done. And you you have the cheek. (laughs) <laughs> to stand for Prime Minister. Did he not think that was going to come out? I mean, to be honest, I think we, we, once we... once we... Well, it's probably a qualifying prerequisite, isn't uh, it? Uh, what I'm going to say to this is, once we incorporate it, Chasing Descent Limited, uh, I think we'll be giving the team a call for some advice, John. Yeah, well, offshore account, the team. Offshore yeah, account. Was, <laughs> Just saying... Right. Um, next on the list is Penny, but we've pretty much covered her. Penny. Uh, Johnson. Right. Johnson. Johnston. The Peffle. The Peffle. The Peffle. Skips a Cobra meeting to hold a garden party at Checkers. Good for him. Now, I'm going to say why, right? He's taking this Prime Ministership seriously. No, 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 because I, no, think... I think. I um... think. Actually, all of the all of the criticism that I've seen online on 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 other social media platforms today, in fact, about that having to go. Oh my god, he skipped a Cobra meeting. Yeah. Why was there even a Cobra meeting in the first place? But it was about wave. it being a bit freaking warm. But the heat wave, man. People are going to die. Do you know what? Right. This is what Defeffel's done. The Feffel has played a blinder here because <laughs> instead of instead of <laughs> instead of going to the unnecessary Cobra meeting about the sunshine, he's gone and spent the day in the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the whole thing is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Actually, we're near the end of the list. Ah, oh, well. We've already been on for over an hour. Yeah, I know, I know. So, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> did you know? Well, Tom was bashing on about um, nuclear power stations in the previous segment. Yeah. That the, we're still awaiting the government's decision as to whether they're going to allow a brand new coal mine to go ahead in Cumbria. They should. Yeah, I, well, I think they should. So the, the Cumbria Council have given up permission to dig until 2049. <laughs> Gets to digging, boys! Yeah, but hold on. 2049. Now, just bear in mind, this is coal. You right? know why that is, don't you, John? Yeah, but, but this is coal, mm-hmm. right? And 85% of that coal would be exported 
right? Fifteen mm percent -hmm. of it would be used to make steel in this country. So they've given them permission to dig to twenty forty nine, but net zero by twenty thirty is then a complete impossibility if you're fucking digging up coal. Because surely. the goal's now not net zero by 2030, it's net zero by 2050. That's why they're allowed to dig until 2049. And do you know why they've given them permission? For, well, why the council has given them permission for this new coal line? Money! Yeah, and also, we apparently import 50% of the coal that we require from... from... China? Who do we import it now? Who do we import it from? Russia? Russia! <laughs> so 50% of the coal that we need to make steel comes currently from Russia. When we've always <laughs> had the reserves necessary to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we shot mines that were productive. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the whole miners' strike was about. But yeah. These guys weren't striking because they were losing their jobs. These guys were striking because they were losing their jobs when they knew there was coal in the ground. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and we've all, and then we we moved, like you say, to importing when we had absolutely no need to do so, uh, and all we did was offset our dependency on on another nation. It's almost yeah. like what we've done for literally then, everything else with yeah. China. Yeah, and then you fall out with that nation, mm -hmm. and and suddenly you go, oh, hold on, maybe we start better digging up the coal again. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got to start reactivating all sorts of manufacturing, to be honest. Yeah. Because let's face it, ninety percent of the stuff in the rooms we're sitting in was made in China. Yeah. It's and, all made in China. And you better have a look at your energy policy because renewables are not cutting it, people. No. They are not cutting it. And they won't cut it. They, will they won't cut it. They are they not sustainable. The only never. way, if you want to go green so desperately, open a bunch of nuclear reactors. Just get them built, get them open. Because that is green energy. It is. No. I mean... No. That that is the solution. It has always been the solution, but for some reason, people like Lady Greta don't want to admit that nuclear energy is the answer. Yeah, I know. But I it know. is, and it's like it's like Soram says: we don't have wind and solar account for fuck all, and we don't tend to have much solar in the winter. No, but also Soram, we we actually well in Scotland in particular, we don't tend to get a lot of wind power in the winter either. No. Because the wind's too strong. <laughs> and they have to turn the wind turbines off or then shake themselves to bits. Yeah, exactly. So it just it doesn't work in Scotland. It doesn't. I mean, you, you come to Scotland and you think, oh, it's windy here. It, well, you're never going to say it's sunny, generally, right? But you're going to say, oh, it's windy here. This would be a great place for wind power. No, it's not. It's too windy. That's the problem. Once it gets over... 40, 45, 50 mile an hour. No use. Nuclear. Always been the way. That's where always, we should. Always been the way. And that's where we should have focused all of, yep. all of our energy. To, I remember going to Epcot in the 80s. And one of the... the you know how I you would have loved to have gone to Epcot in the 80s, by the oh, way. Oh, it was brilliant, brilliant. But, 
you know when you go on the big spaceship Earth thing? Yep. They used to have quizzes in there. One of the quizzes was, what do you think of nuclear power? And I'm going through it, doing it. Yeah, great. Brilliant. Glad to go. And, and uh, I mean, they were, they were actually sensible questions. What do you think of nuclear power? And, yeah, I, I was all for it. And I haven't changed my mind. No, I... I, I have not changed my mind. I mean, all the nuclear waste in the entire world up to date would only fill two American football stadiums. Yeah. That's um, not a lot of waste. It's not a lot of waste. And if you're really that, you know, if you're really that concerned about it, jet and, jettison it into space and we get get Elon to stick it on one of his rockets and think nothing <laughs> more problem, of it. The only problem there is, is, well, there's two problems there. One, what happens if the rocket blows up <laughs> in the atmosphere? You get nuclear waste all over the place. Yeah, and that's two, true. Have you never seen Space 1999? <laughs> when the moon fucked off? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you've got an old guy as your host. <laughs> Keep bringing up these problems. <laughs> But it works. It does work. It yeah. works. <laughs> right. And the last item, the last item on the list tonight, is right. an absolute, absolute classic. Go on in. So, and we mentioned it briefly in the last show, but I thought it's worth mentioning again. Mm-hmm. Because Russia, yes, Russia has shut down the Nordstrom gas pipeline to Germany. Yes. And it's done it for 10 days because it does it every year, every year this time for 10 days for maintenance. It's not a weapon and they're not having a go at Germany. They shut it down every time this year for maintenance. Now, if they don't open it again, then it becomes a, a weapon. Ball game. Yeah, that's a different ball game. But at the moment, it's shut down for maintenance. So, like Sauram says, July 29th, let's see if the gas comes back on at a higher price. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you know, Germany's problem is Germany said they weren't going to pay in rubles. Yes, and Russia are demanding payment in rubles. Yeah, so if they don't, well, hey, who's supplying the gas? Exactly. You know, you know what? If you want your gas, you'll pay for it in rubles or gold. Absolutely, absolutely, you are correct. Um, And with that, John... I think an hour and 45 minutes in total. We've, I think we've done all right, mate. We've covered the leaders' debate, uh, lost the will to live. <laughs> I've soaked myself silly. We've provided a list. We've given them entertainment. And all they could give us in return is one measly pound a month. One right? measly pound a month. One measly pound a month. So if you're enjoying the show, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed subscribestar.com forward slash chasing descent where you can support us from just one pound a month. And for what you get in return, three of these minimum live shows a week. We've actually done about five or six this week. Um you, you get the daily, hopefully mostly videos. You can you can uh, you can get some bonus content as well if you actually you know oh. we actually get some subscribers. Um, 
So it's 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 entirely up to you. We don't demand that you do it. You can continue to watch our stuff, but we'd appreciate some value in return. Because at some point, we want to turn this into an actual viable business in yeah. which we can support and feed our families. So mm. if you would like to support us, then please consider going to the links. They are in the chat over on Twitch and YouTube. And if you're watching on Facebook, I don't know if anybody is, but I'm sure that John will put the links on the Facebook page. And uh, if you're watching on brand new tube, hi. <laughs> Bye. So thank you, one and all, for attending this episode 104. 104. Of Chasing Descent Live. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk we would have got this far? So at these at the at the outset of one hundred and five, I would have pled guilt not guilty. I'm not pleading guilty. Uh, I would have pled not guilty to a uh, a wrongful charge and an unlawful arrest. Uh, I will say no more than that at the moment, but um any support is greatly appreciated. I am pretty bloody nervous, right? John knows this and we've we've spoken about this and whilst I try and joke about it, it it worries the hell out of me. I feel like I'm being fitted up and I think I'm being fitted up because of this show, to be honest. Uh but we shall see how that goes. I've got actual legal representation that isn't just a duty solicitor, so that's good. We will I'll, I'll let you know how that goes Wednesday night. But yeah, I'm worried. So any support is greatly appreciated. Yep. Thank you all for joining us. It is good night from my soaking self. And it's good night from me, the episode of Cools. Bastard. <laughs> good night. Good night. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. The carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions too loud. Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd. I want liberty without conditions. Take away that job. I don't want to work. I'll stay at home and play in the dirt. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. Your line, I want liberty without conditions. Work on the docks or down a hole. Come out.
For your soul I want liberty Without conditions I want liberty On my conditions Take you with those diamonds I don't need those rocks A second hand car And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions